coming at you live from the Durag Dungeon. I'm that boy Coop with a new episode of the Stream Fiends podcast, where even the water gets spoiled. I spoil everything, so don't say I didn't warn you. What's up, y'all? Um, so this is episode four of Lovecraft Country, and it is entitled "A History of Violence." And uh, on Stream Fiends, um, like I said, hey man, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you ain't watched this episode, pause. And then go watch Lovecraft Country And then come the fuck back And listen to the fuckery that I'm about to spew <laughs> Cause this is some good shit here That good shit here So um <laughs> The episode starts with Montrose Drunk as fuck in a rage Um While a love cast about the Cold War Plays in the background And uh he's realizing that Atticus actually might not be his son bro Like I <laughs> And it's funny because like in episode two, there was a scene with um, George, right? And um, George was like, hey, bro, might not be your son, bro. And he like, mm. And he said, fuck this shit. You know, he's in a drunken rage drinking. Like, he's, he looked like he smelled like pure piss and ass with with, with alcohol, of course. And, <laughs> and uh, he just pours all the alcohol in the trash can. And he sets that shit on fire. He like, mm. Smells like Tulsa. Now, what did he burn in that fire? He burned the Order of the Ancient Dawn. Now, this book has some uh, ties to the Son of Adam or the Sons of Adam, the group that was at that lodge in episode two. And um, it's some shit, man, that my man probably know um, in this episode about the Order of the Ancient Dawn. But let, let, let's, let's go further. Uh, you know, um, as when he says smell like Tulsa, you know, um, or smells like Tulsa. Well, Atticus's family, including Montrose, uh, George Freeman, Hippolyta, uh, I think even D, um, who was um, actually Atticus's mama, um, survived the Tulsa riots in the twenties. And um, you know, uh, the Watchmen TV show really does a good job with. Um, explaining that let me be honest with you I ain't watched that motherfucker I just know that um, seeing my girl get a damn Emmy like I was gonna watch that after this <laughs> seeing homegirl Regina King get that Emmy nigga ain't nothing better ain't nothing better seeing her with that Emmy in her hand being like yep because sister night you know it's just like <laughs> I'm, I'm with it I'm with it alright so um, but the next scene cuts to Christina um you know, uh, bobbing and weaving through the traffic like a mad woman through, through, like, to bitch better have my money. And I'm like, yo, tell me why the music placement at first kind of, like, throw you off. Because it's, like, real recent. And you know, like, a lot of this shit is, like, in the 20s. <laughs> I said the 20s. In the 40s and 50s. And it's, like, really, like, period specific. But the music is so modern. Like, it's just like, wait, what the fuck we doing? Like, but it works. Like, the tone, it just works. And, you know, while she's singing this shit, Christina visits Letty and asks about Dr. Hiram. Um, and, and I don't know if y'all remember, but Dr. Hiram Epstein's weird ass um, had an orrery. Now, what's an orrery? An orrery is like a model of the planets. But, um, you know, we, we, we also noticed that... Um, <clears throat> After episode three, you notice that like um, Christina can't come into the house because it's been blocked off using that magic voodoo seal from homegirl from episode three, the voodoo priestess lady. Um, 
It was sealed with goat's blood and X's around the door from the night of the exorcism. And 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 um yeah, Christina can't come through because hey, her magic don't work with voodoo. So I'm sitting here like, yo, this is probably gonna play some kind of part in this season, you know. Being in that hoodoo voodoo shit might just save these niggas' lives. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she asked about the orrery from Dr. Hiram Epstein. And um, the next scene comes to Hippolyta with Dr. Hiram's orrery. She has Dr. Hiram Epstein's orrery. She's trying to figure out how it works, you know. Um, and Diana leaves with a, a friend named Bobo, who actually was a nickname and is, we find out, Emmett Till. And it kind of calls back to that, that scene in episode three uh, where they were playing with a Ouija board. Ouija board, Ouija board. <laughs> I just don't do the Ouija's, man. I don't do the Ouija's, man. In the Ouija board, you know, he said, "Hey, Bobo, who is Emmett Till, he was looking at the Ouija board, asked a question to the Ouija board. He said, "Well, I have a good trip," and the Ouija board said no. And that is a reference to him making that trip to Mississippi, where ultimately Emmett Till died, um, as we all know, which is weird the like parallels to like alt reality in this shit is disturbing like it already fucked me up with artem because i looked up artem and artem is a real place in massachusetts man i'm just saying they fucking with me on that shit i'm still like boy 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 i don't know about this <laughs> but uh yeah 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 letty storms into the library in the next scene where she finds tick and asked about why he didn't inform about, you know, Christina um, at all. Like, Christina being the one that approached him and, you know, he said, well, he tried to kill, I tried to kill the bitch. You know, <laughs> I just tried to kill the bitch. And she was like, well, why didn't you tell me? You know, and, and Tick had his bags packed and shit. Like, he was going to leave. And then he found out that Christina has an invulnerability spell. You know, and they start speculating about this Ori and, and, and it potentially being a way for them to find the missing pages in the book of names. Because this motherfucking shit here is really important. So apparently um, there, is, there are like two sources for this. So the Ori is one of the sources for the book of uh, the missing pages in the lost book of names. Right. And there's actually a physical way of getting to them. And the physical way of getting to them is presented here. So, <clears throat> um, like, like one of the ways we believe is like through the orrery, but there's another way. And the other way is going to be explored in this episode. So, so. Alright, 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 let go, let go, let go. The little kid reading the book of the library is hilarious as fuck because he keeps shushing everybody like Tick, Letty, and Montrose. Uh, the Tick, Letty, and Montrose. But, but that, that, that kid he was like, shh. Like he was reading some heavy shit. Heavy shit. And they were just like, arguing into that motherfucker. He was like, shh. <laughs> like, it was great shit. But, but, uh, like I was saying though, uh, Tick, Letty, and Montrose all meet in the back of the bar. That same bar that homeboy was getting his dick sucked in. <laughs> getting that dick sucked. He getting that dick vacuum, slip slop, nibbling and opt. And um, 
Yeah, uh, they meet at the back of that bar and speculate about, you know, how they're going to retrieve the missing pages from the book of names. And the next scene cuts to Christina weirdly playing hide and seek with children in the neighborhood. And the cops take her. They don't arrest her. They take her. <laughs> it's some weird shit. They take her to see Captain Lancaster. And she says she wants to talk to Dr. Hiram Epstein to convince him into giving over the lost pages. Wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute, that don't, how does that work? Isn't Dr. Hiram Epstein dead? Okay, that that part didn't make sense. But maybe I just misinterpreted things. I'm just sitting here like, wait, wait, but he dead though. Um, so, <laughs> however, there is like a mysterious person being held in an office and you hear like moans and groans. You're like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is going on here, man? It's really odd, right? But, um like nigga okay um yeah i'm sitting here like i guess <laughs> like you're sitting like i guess but uh i mean everyone like and i mean everyone tick letty montrose hippolyta diana and oh yeah yeah remember that nigga um from the house party or even from the first episode tree yeah they all in a fucking in that fucking wooden wooden van wagon i don't know what the fuck and they all headed to the museum in boston because they found out that this might be the potential location where the missing pages are supposedly hidden and it's supposed to be like a vault right so they're like well we got to find out where the vault is and they go to boston so um by the way um they didn't tell Hippolyta and Diana what they were going to do there. So it, it's like they just being kept out of all the fun, all the fuckery, all the mischief, all the wild ass shit that they've been doing this damn chase for these damn pages. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like shit. So they didn't tell both of them. And they just ride and be like, doop doo we're going to the museum. Like, road trip. You know, it's just like, road trip. Ah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like, next scene cuts to Ruby in the department uh, department store. Shocked at the fact that they hired a black girl. You know, because she's been trying to get that damn job for quite some time, man. She said she applied for years. If you had, if you had noticed, in the first episode, she was like, I've applied there for years. <laughs> trying to get in this department store. And she's like this bitch <laughs> she was like happy on one side because she was like well what what they hire niggas <laughs> but but she was like but i'm not that nigga <laughs> like it's 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 like it's funny um but she's like hmm okay <laughs> and uh you know they cut back to the museum everybody's there you know tree tries to flirt with letty and um Letty was like, oh, um, yeah, you told everybody that we fucked in high school, and you know we didn't, Tree. Tree, Tree, Tree apparently has bitch nigga tendencies. You know, niggas with bitch nigga tendencies tend to flaunt they shit like they a motherfucking G, <laughs> you know? And, you know, he come on with this weak-ass fucking pickup line talking about, like, you know why they call me Tree. Cause I don't have two legs I got three And I'm like that's the worst shit Get your coney ass 
Boo! 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 Nigga should have had shit thrown at him for just how bad that pickup line was. It's like, you know, you know Letty ain't for that shit. Lie. You lied. Fuck his ass. He a bitch. Anyway, um, <laughs> we found out that Hippolyta was named after um, Harris Chariot, um, which is like an astrological, you know, like constellation. And um, it's funny, though, like. Hera's chariot's not called Hippolyta's chariot because the astronomical society that was holding the naming contest for the astronomers that were involved didn't want to name it after a black girl. The sism is strong with this one. It's so strong, you just be like, damn. <laughs> you just, you, just it, you clutch yourself, you're like, damn. And it's funny, cause like, Diana's like yelling there, everybody's like, hey, that's my mama's comment and is everybody like bitch you crazy and <laughs> she's still like i'm gonna tell anybody i don't give a fuck you know that's that's just we, we be like that we be like that we 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 still be like that to this day <laughs> pure nigga anyway um we found out that hippolyta um i'm sorry I, i'm reading my shit over again <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm i'm i have notes niggas i take notes because this is a lot of shit okay y'all this is a lot of shit man so Tick discovers the entrance to the vault, right? Um, and it is like in the middle of like everything. It's 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 in the middle of like a lot of the um uh, uh Titus Braithwaite kind of exhibit and shit. And you just like fucking bitch. Like <laughs> but um <clears throat> there's an underlying storyline here um that I, I feel like I have to point out. Um so, Montrose got really good access to that, um, to the keys and, and, and like really good access with the guard and shit, you know, at that museum. And, you know, Tree, being the bitch nigga that he is, kind of says something about like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, he get real close with, the, with that dude at the bar. Now, if you don't remember, the guy at the bar, the owner of the bar is gay. You know, he was getting his dick sucked by a dude. So it's kind of implying some things about Montrose's sexuality. And they're like, um, you you know, you know, Tick just brushes it off, dismisses. He's like, hey, my daddy ain't no sissy. You know, that's what they used to call them back in the day. It was, it was like the, the times was weird. Um, but yeah, that that's just a hint. And it like, wait, is Montrose gay, y'all? But hey. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, cause I'm like, man, he getting like real friendly with guys, you know. And 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 Montrose was like, oh man, he's just a friend at the bar. He's just a friend at the bar. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's the look that Tick had. He's just a friend at the bar. <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit. But yeah, the 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 next, you know, the next scene cuts to Christina driving home. Um. And walk through some bushes, and all of a sudden pops out William. Like it's like it's like it's weird. Like Christina drove the fuck home, went inside, right? And they just stay on that frame, right? And, and, and that frame stays there. You know, you just hear like some shit ruffling in the wind in, in the house. And then all of a sudden walks out William, and you like, okay. And <laughs> and then you know, um, Christina was being followed by the cops. 
and that's why she kind of stopped by the house and William just poof pops right back out there and is like beating up those two cops like y'all ain't gonna be here no more <laughs> and she walks the fuck back in the house or he walks back in the fuck, fuck back in the house right William's like nah bro not on my watch me and Christina gonna be left the fuck alone you know William's like William's like Christina doesn't like to be dealing with guests you know or people spying on her you know and and you know we cut to a new scene um and um actually you know what you know what I'm gonna say this I'm, I'm gonna say this because it's been something that's fucking with me man there's a theory that Christina and William are possibly the same person here's his 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 part of the theory Christina and William never show up in the same frame together I mean going back to episode two I don't see them in the same frame do you do you do you they both got similar colored hair they both got the same pale ass complexion hey I'm, I'm just saying they got them blue eyes and shit I'm just saying bro the, the shit weird okay the shit weird anyway so um but 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 yeah 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 um <clears throat> tick letty and montrose make their way back to the museum that night right because uh you know montrose had to hook up from the prison guard you know i'm the prison guard from the from the from the garden museum he's like yeah man we're gonna let us in here we're gonna do whatever we want you know we're gonna get the fuck back out of here do our thing and <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to do the new york accent because michael k williams got that new york accent he don't really talk like this on here but um <laughs> but yeah tick lady and montrose break back to the museum at the supposed entry of the vault right and they're trying to like figure this shit out they're like all right so it's like some it's literally some like indiana jones type of shit where they're like trying to like find out wait wait hit the light oh the light hit oh the light hit the right part flip the thing up and boop everything open up and you like oh shit that's the entrance to the vault <laughs> and they they poof all up in there that shit used natural light i don't know it was, it was a weird thing it was like beaming and i was like oh shit so it's, it's, it's open it's, it's open now okay it's open meanwhile um, back at the bar, Ruby's drink is brought by a special guest, aka, oh, bought, sorry, bought by a special guest, aka William. Um, <laughs> and um, when William is like telling her, like, I mean, like, spitting that game, bro. He's talking about, like, uh, I'm trying to change your life, bitch. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to change your life forever. Uh, as the trio go deeper, though, in the tunnel. And when I mean the trio, <laughs> I'm talking about like Tick, Montrose, Lady. Because while you know, while William is spinning this game, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better, but we're gonna go back to the, the Indiana Jones. Let's go to Indiana Jones. So if they go deeper in the tunnel, they find a cliff with a small wooden beam going across it. And that shit is deep. Deep. They found out that halfway through crossing it, there's a big ass booby trap, like a swinging hatchet, you know. I mean, it's it's legit like some Tomb Raider shit, and 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 um, there was a trap door with a combination, you know. Um, and when they got to the end, the combination was something similar to like what Montrose kind of said in the beginning is like some really foul like Sons of Adam shit. And I'm like, oh, you read that in that book? 
that was the shit that helped you get in that motherfucker. That's really weird. That's some weird shit, man. It's, it's, it's some weird shit. But, but you know, I'm just like, hey, hey, you know, on on top of all this shit, right? Um, when they reach the other side of that door, they're standing water, like standing fucking water, and it just only rises. And then, you know, th- they find out that they only get like one hour to get the pages. And get the fuck out of there. Now that they in the vault. So let's cut back to Ruby. Because because it, it gets really interesting here. So Ruby explains to William. That she wants to work at a department store. But doesn't really know how. And um, you know. She's just venting. I mean next thing you know. William let her. Back at, 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 at his house. And they fucking. Okay William and Ruby. Like straight up fucking to like Marilyn Manson's I put a spell on you. And I'm like, that is some interesting shit. That is weird. And you know what's funny? Like William, when they were fucking, like on William's chest, it was like, it was like this big like ram looking thing, like the devil or something. It was like, oh shit, what are you affiliated with? I don't know what that is. (laughs) Like it was so odd. And I was just like, but they was getting it, man. They was fucking big time. Like that shit was like, uh, since you wow, you know, you almost got some big, some of that BBW titty, but <laughs> big girl titties, you got to love it. Um, but you know, I hate, I hate using that term. By the way, I just, I just like saying big girl and you know, thick, you know, fat girl. You know, I don't like the BBW term. By the way, I just, yeah, I was trying to be funny. No, <laughs> um, but as the water rises in the vault, you know, back over there with Tick, Liddy, and Montrose, um, as the water rises, the trio finds an elevator and a ton of floating dead bodies, and that shit is absolutely just like disgusting. I mean, it's like just like you can smell it <laughs> like you can see you you ever watch a scene you be like i know what that smells like, <laughs> like you just see that shit you, i know what that smells like <laughs> you know it just like <sighs> bruh but but we, we, we start to kind of like get the epiphany that montrose knows more than he's letting on right now um kind of like you know we, we saw him reading that um order of the ancient dawn book right you know montrose tells them that he read that whole book you know he kind of coughed it up there and he was like yeah i read that whole book that george gave me that order of the ancient dawn and i burned that motherfucker you know and i was like you know what that devilish shit i probably would have burned it my damn self i was like satan (laughs) satanic shit get that out of my house you know it just it just looked evil you know it just like ugh. Plus, it's like white supremacist ass shit. You know, it's just like my black ass be like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know what it is. I don't know the name of it. I don't need knowing what it fucking sound like. I'm, I ain't want none of it. None of it. Like the place, none of it. None of it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So they reach the door, right? And this door is evil, bro. Like this door right here. So. There's this door inside the vault. It's it's like a contraption that puts Tick and his hand through it, and it stabs him in the arm. And when he bleeds and it takes the blood, it finally opens the vault door. 
and it, it's like this little ladder that comes down i'm like yo this is some real dark shit and the trio finally make their way up into the vault and they notice that there's a bunch of corpses in arawak garb yeah like weird like weird and they're sitting throughout the vault you know as they reach for the missing pages there is a corpse there sitting there right they grab them pages and the corpse starts animating okay and and you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> and and the corpse that animates animates into a being by the name of yahima maricotai now yahima maricotai is probably what we would consider to consider today is a hermaphrodite um being what he and when i mean he i'm talking about tick referred to as two spirit man and woman or intersex right um and or yeah to be really i guess to be even more specific we'll say intersex an intersex person right um and yeah she just kind of like talks about you know her meeting titus braithwaite and him killing their people right and put them under a spell and kept them in the vault. It was like, you know what? Your ass is not going nowhere. So we know that the motherfuckers is about that magic in many ways. You know, we already saw with Christina, you know, Christina out here doing spells and shit, you know. And um, them Braithwites got some evil ass fucking, they, they are wizards. Them they're done wizards. <laughs> so, um... <clears throat> Yahima basically says they cannot give them these lost pages. And Montrose is like, fuck that shit. I'm taking these damn pages anyway. And right in that time, the vault starts to collapse because the water starts caving in on them. Everyone makes a break for it, including Yahima. And they swim to the partially submerged uh, elevator. You know, it, it's like partially submerged. Like the water is high as fuck. Right, they almost lost that shit. They they were struggling. They almost lost them pages completely, and they was like, "I ah, got to go back in there and get them shits." And um, yeah, it, it it just like at at the end when everybody's in the elevator, you're gonna go the fuck up. Yahima lets out this piercing screech, and Tick knocks them out. And um, we find out that basically, um. Yahima lost her voice. And I'll get into that later. So, um, the next scene cuts to Hippolyta and Diana heading back to Chicago and questions Diana um, where she got that special roadmap from. And um, that's her roadmap, by the way. The, like, Diana made them damn roadmaps, okay? She's like, where'd you get that roadmap from? And Hippolyta turns around to get some answers. She's like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know? <laughs> So um, we find out that Titus casted a spell for Yahima's voice to be lost when they leave the vault. That shit is evil. Like they just, they knew. They were like, uh, if you get a uh, we ain't getting a no way. Uh. <laughs> That's just how that shit is. Uh. So finally, I felt like in this episode, you know, um, Tick and Montrose um, bonded really well they had like a bonding moment this shit was like an adventure film it was really fun 
Yes, with a little suspense in there, you know, because it's Lovecraft Country. But I feel like we get, like, a little bit of a different genre every episode. Like, the last episode was pure, straight up, like, horror. Like, haunted house horror movie, you know. Um, And then before that, it was, like, some, like, Da Vinci Code, weird-ass wizardry shit, you know. And then the first episode was, like... It was like most of it was like a civil rights movie, <laughs> and then at the end it was like, oh shit, we getting monsters, okay? <laughs> like, oh shit, it's Lovecraft monsters. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, this one was like the most adventurous ass episode. But um, there was a twist. So right at the very end, Montrose, you know, goes over to Yehema and slits their throat. And we like, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why, bro? Like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Like, you just, you, you just, you know, first of all, they need this shit decoded, right? This, this is the reason why Yahima is there. Because Yahima has that very, like, language that they need for decoding. And... You know, Montrose like fuck it, fuck it. I'm trying to protect them shits from the them, them niggas from this evil. I guess I don't know, but that's just the most what the fucky ass moment. And on that note, subscribe to the Rest Intelligence anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Follow the Rod and Karen Doctrine. Leave a nice five star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it on the show. And as always, thank you. Thank you.